You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Welcome in to an all-new edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spiritman on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry. Both right for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com. And Foot of All Three, Ole Miss is doing things in the pool. The Texas Bowl coming up on Wednesday. We're back, baby. We're back. Hey, man, what's up? What's good? How was, uh, how was the holiday? Hectic, but fun, exhausting, um, but fulfilling. How was yours? Yeah, it's about the same. Um, we had, I can't remember if it was a day and a half or two days of no hot water. Um, I, I'll throw this out there and then somebody can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on the message board. But, um, my parents were in town and my dad and I were trying to figure out the tankless water heater, no hot water. Kept getting this error, said it was something with the valve or the fan. We checked outside. There was, you know, I figured like, oh, there's got to be, you know, it's got to be frozen. There's got to be moisture in there that's just completely iced over. Nothing. Um, my dad has an HVAC guy, and he said that hot water freezes, I think he said twice as fast as cold water. It's true. Okay. That just that myself. Yeah. Seems wild. But, um, but yeah, so we got a little, uh, it, it was kind of funny. I got my wife a little oscillating space heater for her office nice um so my dad was like we gotta you know you got a heater or something so my wife got to open up a gift a day early we put that thing down there on the tankless water heater pipes and then uh got some hot water so outside of that no hot water you know obviously no hot shower no hot bath for the kids um it was great uh made a uh, our new couch was supposed to come in on the 23rd it didn't come in until yesterday uh and it was it was really oh, so at frust- least at least it was on time after the yeah. delay it was frustrating and then last night i just or not even last night all day yesterday i felt like i spent you know just sitting on the couch it's great <clears throat> wonderful gotta love gotta love a good 
new couch. Um, yeah. And hot water. Those things are important <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Fathers and husbands. Um, it's, it's right. Yeah. You see what you got to have. It's like the necessity, yeah. a good couch and hot water. But it was, I mean, here in Nashville, it was single digits for two days, three days. Yep. Here um, it was, it, that's coldest, coldest I've ever experienced outside of Chicago, which obviously that comes with the territory there. Um, but yeah, it was great. Kids, kids had a blast. I made a really good breakfast casserole that everybody liked. There you go. Um, now I'm just trying to come up with some ways to tinker the recipe a little bit for next year. But, uh, but yeah, it was great. Well, Ole Miss did some stuff while we were all celebrating Christmas holidays. I told you I to say Ole Miss had a good Christmas too. It did. I told you to take the days off. Of course, you like me, you can't turn it off completely. You put up the story with the commitment of Chris Marshall. Um, we don't really need to rehash against the commitments other than to say Chris Marshall and Trey Harris are in, waiting on Adari Halsey right now. There's some other targets as well. But looking at the class mm-hmm. so far in the portal, give me your grade. I mean, I think it's definitely a top 25 class. I'd probably still lean B plus or A. If they can get a couple edge guys, maybe one impact offensive lineman, I think it's an A-plus class. They've addressed needs at the high school level on both sides of the ball with impact guys, and they've addressed needs now offensively with um, Chris uh, Chris Marshall and Trey Harris. I, I like the pickup of John Saunders. I think he's a guy that can give you a lot. He's versatile, can play you know the boundary and the field, uh, cornerback positions. He's long. And uh, played, you know, played in Miami of Ohio, but the one, I guess the one game, I guess like against superior talent, um, matched up against Barry and Brown at Kentucky and uh, had a great game. So uh, I, I like that pickup as well. That one kind of gets lost in the shuffle with the, with the sexy receiver pickups. But um, yeah, I mean, you lose, at least right now, you're losing Miles Battle, who was a long cornerback who's athletic and can run. You add in somebody like John Saunders, that kind of alleviates that issue. And then we've been talking about it for the last month, two months, I feel like, Ben. Ole Miss needs big body receivers. They're losing their two top guys that were both outside receivers. And now you add in Trey Harris, who was a Bolitnikoff Award watch list guy all season long. And then, oh, no big deal, Chris Marshall, former on-three consensus five-star. Everybody wanted him coming out of high school. Um the potential for him is just through the roof. And I think if you're an Ole Miss fan, you need to be excited about what he and Lane Kiffin can cook up once he uh, gets to Oxford. If you're ranking as a handicapper, pretend handicapper, because we don't do that. If you're handicapping it, mm-hmm. ranking the transfer portal pickup so far, which ones make the immediate impact? How would you rank them? I think Trey Harris would be my number one. Yeah. I, Probably edges out Chris Marshall because he's a little bit more proven. Um, Chris Marshall played in a couple games in 2022. Um, had a couple big catches against Alabama in that game when the Aggies had a shot to win it. Um, but he was suspended, uh, violating team rules, so he missed a bunch. But, yeah, for him, it's more, I think, a higher, much higher ceiling than Trey Harris. But Trey Harris is a guy that, Caught a ton of footballs at Louisiana Tech and put up a lot of yards. He's a legitimate, uh, you know, I I don't know what the term is for receivers in football. You know, they call a guy a five-tool guy in baseball. But Trey Harris can can do it all. He can be a red zone threat. He can take the top off the defense. 
great hands and um, really good route runner. I think, yeah, I'd say he's probably the biggest impact guy. Um, I, I do think there's you, you can make a case for some of the others. I think uh, Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste is someone that can come in and play a lot. Um, experienced guys, made a ton of tackles, made a lot of plays. And then Josh Harris, I think, is the big one up front. I think he's going to be a guy that he's not going to fill up your stat sheet, but he's going to make an impact just because of what he is going to demand up front from the interior offensive lineman of opponents next year. Are we kind of making a little too much of the edge need because of how often Jeremiah Jean Baptiste rushed the passer for UCF last year? No, I don't think so. I think they, I think they know that they need edge prospects. I think the, I think the portal, I, I don't want to say frustrating because I don't want to speak for the staff, but I'm sure they're probably a little disgruntled. Um, the Andre Carter to Indiana was out of left field. I don't think anyone expected that. Um, and then, field you know, does Braden, not make sense, man. It really doesn't. Um, all due respect to the Hoosiers. Um, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's a team that's trending in the wrong direction. It's a conference that very top heavy there's not much cachet there i mean passing up going to play in the sec in the sec west to boot uh to go play for what are they the big 10 east i don't know those divisions what they're not legend they're not legends and leaders anymore but um how long did that last by the way six months was it even one season i don't remember i feel like it was just one um legends it didn't it didn't last long um but yeah, I, I think um, I think you've got some some pieces out there that they've already added that I think are going to pay dividends in the long run defensively with with Jean Baptiste and Joshua Harris. Um, look, I, you can laugh all you want. I, the pickup of Caden Davis from A and M, the kicker, have a guy that's just all. <laughs> All we need you to do is kick it out of the damn end zone. That's all your focus is. I think that that's key. You you give Caden Costa, hey, all you worry about is field goals, buddy. Um, and then Caden Davis punts a little bit too. I don't know if he's going to do both, but I mean, just having some somebody that's, hey, all your job is is to just kick it out of the back of the end zone. Kick the football however you do it. Kick the football as far as possible. Yeah. I know. I don't, I'll never understand why people give give teams the opportunity to return a kick it's ridiculous um but yeah i mean they still have some holes out there they got to get some edge guys i think just because tavis robinson is going to be a big loss um now they still have jared ivy and said uh cedric johnson who i think are um you know potentially poised to have a big year next year Um, said could go pro that is a possibility he could i don't think he will but ivy another year in the sec um, he had a really solid year. I know people were like, oh, his numbers were down from Georgia Tech. Well, they weren't really, I mean, I guess literally they were down, but I mean, what, maybe down one sack, one and a half sacks? Like, Here's, here's my thing with Jared Ivey. He had to follow Sam Williams. He is not Sam Williams. They're di- two different, different <laughs> it's defensive ends possible. entirely. Mm-hmm. And so – the expectation was, well, here's a record setter that left, and he's the – or essentially was the pickup in the portal that was supposed to step in and replace him, and he did in his own way. It's just not the impact you're used to, but it was still incredibly valuable to them, you know? Like, yeah. it, it, he's going to be, in my opinion, one of the top, like, take a 
significant step forward next year kind of guys. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, um, someone that I think is that I think Randall Joyner is excited to have back another year to work with, fine tune some things, probably add a little bit of weight, a little bit of strength. I mean, much like what Tavius Robinson did. I mean, he looked like a completely different person. He really um, did from 21 to 22. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's still some pieces that I think, I still think they got to, what do you think? I think they need to get a tight end. What do you think? I just don't think it's such a big deal anymore because Michael Trigg is back in the fold. I mean, it, it, they certainly want to get one, but CJ Dippery as expected committed to Alabama today. Um, the decorated Maryland transfer tight end that Ole Miss was one of the first schools to offer. And all of the options that they were excited about, like Fairweather, he's at Auburn. And the Arkansas transfer tight end, he's gone to Colorado under Dion. So I understand why Ole Miss fans might be a little bummed out. But, like, if you look at their targets, those are really the only three that we for sure have known about. I just don't think it's as big a need unless it's the right guy, if that makes sense. Like, C.J. Dippery, they take him no matter what. They're not just going to take yeah. a tight end because they, quote, need a tight end because they don't necessarily need a tight end. It's just and, they, they want to they alleviate the risk because Michael Trigg has proven to be a risk. That's all. Yeah, and I guess worst case, you you have Kyron Heath, and I know the staff likes him a lot. Well, he has to play, but he didn't play last year, though, and he had a clear yeah, path. Yeah, I just don't think they wanted to throw him out there. And they, they figured out ways around it with Mingo and, you know, getting creative. Um, yeah, they played Mingo there. They played Jordan Watkins there. Is that more of a, not indictment, but is at least there, is there a criticism there about how few players they actually play? I mean, Lane Kiffin doesn't play a lot of players. It's like 30 players. Yeah. It's the weird, I know people have said, you know, it's an 85 man roster, not a 53. Like it's like the NFL mindset of playing your best guys all the time. Yeah, these and, are our guys. These are who we play. Yeah. My only thing about tight end is, you know, maybe if you get a grad transfer or somebody to get in there and push Trig, but, hey, maybe he's gotten all the push he needs and he's ready to, you know, if if he goes out on Wednesday and has a great Texas Bowl, catapult him into 23, that's great. Um, but at this point, like, we've talked about it. I mean, it's it's time to figure it out, man. It's, you know, put up or shut up. You know. Yeah, but you can't have everything you want. And if I asked you, put it this way, does Ole Miss need a tight end more or a backup quarterback more? Obviously, it's quarterback, but, you know, what's uh, – you know, is Kincaid Dent going to stay? Are they going to try to talk Luke Altmyer into staying? No, um, they're not going to – Luke Altmyer is gone. He's going to either Baylor or – Are Aaron they going to try – But, yeah. Or are they going to try to get, you know, somebody like Israel Carter, who's committed to Arizona State? Are they going to try to get – a young transfer portal guy that can come in and be a backup like Jay Butterfield or Brady Allen. But doesn't um, that make the point though, that, I mean, the portal and your needs are ever evolving. You came in thinking that tight end was a top priority and it's proven that it's further down the list because I mean, last year, one of the crown jewels of your class was Michael Trigg and you need a backup quarterback essentially. I mean, it's, it's whatever position you think impacts winning the most right now for Ole Miss in 2023 and Michael Trigg is better if he's at his peak value. He is better than anybody you're going to get out of the portal, even C.J. Dippery. Well, maybe not C.J. Dippery, but the point still stands. Like, Michael Trigg was C.J. Dippery last year. He was the guy everybody wanted, Oklahoma wanted, BYU wanted because they wanted Jackson Dart. 
but other schools, they were a package deal where Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. Well, now it's time for the, the second part of that package deal, Trigg, to live up to his billing. There's nobody you can go get that will equal or better him. Will certainly equal possibly, but will not will better him as far as upside and talent than Trigg. So if you look at what they need, they need a quarterback. What impacts the, the most winning for next year? Getting somebody in here that could serviceably push Jackson Dart, probably not beat him out but at least provide assurances that if if something, God forbid, happens to him, that this guy can come in and win games. Because Ole Miss has aspirations, despite traveling to Georgia and Alabama next year, it has aspirations of winning the SEC West. Then what impacts winning the most? A good Michael Trigg performing at peak value, somebody pushing Jackson Dart, or being able to step in capably should anything happen to Jackson Dart. And then other areas of need for me, I, I look maybe at an offensive lineman, certainly an edge, another linebacker. But really, the biggest, most glaring, obvious need to fill was wide receiver. And in one fell swoop with Trey Harris and Chris Marshall, they've really addressed that room yeah. more than adequately. Two days. Yeah. Now it's just about – because once they got Jackson Dart in the class last year, like, okay, you feel good. Th this year is wide receiver. They had to get some guys, some real guys, and they got two absolute studs. They're not going to stop either. They'll try to get another one, even four maybe, definitely three. But Jackson Dart, once he got in the class last year, you could breathe these and say, all right, now you can just kind of pad or, or stuff your roster. See, yeah. Now, I think as far as quarterback goes, I mean, it's it's Dart's job. It's his offense. Right, he's the starter. I I think he he could be in line with the re receiver pickups. He could easily be in line to have a huge twenty three, and depending on what the quarterback class looks like, could go pro. Um, think about the I weapons, th man. Seriously, uh, if Harris, Zach Evans, if Zach I, Evans comes back, right? Are you kidding yeah. me? Twenty twenty two was an outstanding year for Ole Miss athletics, punctuated by the baseball team winning the College World Series. As the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com or call their office at 662 915-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, one of the many proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. 
PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. You want to talk about Prove It, guys? Michael Trigg is an obvious prove it guy because Michael Trigg has not done what has been asked yeah. of him at two stops now. Step up and do your job. And so that's his proof. And Jackson I Dart's in a prove it year two now because Jackson Dart, good as he was, yeah. started slow, got better as the season wore on. Well, look at all the options you got around you. If you can't do it with this cast around you, especially if Zach Evans comes back, well, now there are real question marks. I think if if Zach Evans comes back, I mean strike up the band. I, I think they got a real shot to make some noise. I'm not saying they can win the West, but they can really, really make people uncomfortable on Saturdays with that rushing attack. If the they don't, the problem still is defensively. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like offensively zero concerns. Right. But if he doesn't, I think you're going to see a lot of Kedra Criscano spelling Quinshawn Judkins. I think that, I think that kid's legit. I think he's going to play next year, no matter what. Um, and we can't forget that they still have Ulysses Bentley. 
They still have him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like your your kind of switchblade, do it all dude that can, you know, be active in the screen game, be in the slot, jet sweeps, all that. Um, as far as quarterback goes, like I think it's important to have someone back there. Now, again, you could easily fix this problem and put Braden Waterman or David Davin Widener on scholarship, and then you have a body back there. Because again, I've said it before, they're not just your your regular old backup quarterback from, you know, pick your private school from Mississippi. They're, they're not just some guy that's there for GPA. Like, they're legitimate quarterbacks. Um, we've talked about it. I don't understand the Spencer Sanders thing. I don't well, – That's what I'm trying to make sense from, of when I talk about – From his perspective, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you go to Ole Miss when they have a proven starter? I, again, maybe maybe he's going for the angle of learning under Lane Kiffin. I don't know that. Or, or he's being sold on coming in and competing for a job in the SEC. I don't think he can't beat out Jackson Dart. We don't know that. Well, no. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think that's a – I don't think he wins that battle. But so next, next level upside, you like Dart more than Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, he's a perfect fit for what Kiffin likes to do. He's he's literally – okay, not literally. He makes plays similar to what Matt Corral did, and Matt Corral was the perfect guy for Kiffin. And you add in the element that he's, what, 45 pounds bigger than Corral? So the also, running element's there, too. he didn't have a too. tight end last year at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Corral did have Kenny Yaboa, um, and then you know he didn't have him – yeah, he had Elijah Moore too. Um, so yeah, I, I think that I, I don't know. I think that's just unnecessary drama to throw in there. Like, why would you do that? I agree. That's you, you've you've seen all the quotes, all the headlines of Dart. Like, I love this place. Like, I found my home. Like, this is where I want to be. And then you're gonna bring in a guy that threw for almost ten thousand yards and sixty plus touchdowns in his career. Like, just doesn't make any sense to me. Pro mindset. It doesn't make sense to me that they only play 30 I, I guess. Guys, but pro mindset, you, you well, can always improve. I think you go for someone like Israel Carter, who has a similar game to Marcel Reed. Or hear me out. Should have signed Marcel Reed. Well, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I do like a couple of the guys in the portal. Uh, Brady Allen from Purdue. There's obviously the connection with Marty Biagi there. Um, is it Biagi or Biagi? It's Biagi. You got it. Okay. I do like um, that connection better than the flimsier Butterfield Chris Partridge connection from Oregon. Yeah. Now Chris Partridge did. Um, he ended his social media drought. I did see he put up a picture Ooh. of him and his daughter on the plane, which doesn't mean anything, but I'm just making so. a joke. Um I yeah, I mean, I think you either get a high school kid, and now Israel Carter is, is he's a three star from Centennial High School. Over in Corona, California, but he can play. Um, pretty Why electric he athlete. Late? He's got some attention. Um, Sorry, I interrupted again. Uh, no, 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 you're fine. He, he's he's uh, going to Tulane in January. And then um, last I heard, he's trying to set up a visit. I, obviously, they're not doing anything right now because almost plays in one day. So the staff is, you know, solely focused, you know, for the most part on on Wednesday's game against Texas tech. But yeah, I think you're going to start to see the ball rolling a little bit more once the new year gets here and these bowl games are done. Caution will playoffs over with, because not only are they going to be back on the road recruiting, but that portal 
<laughs> that board is going to do a hard reset. I'm talking pull it out of the console, <laughs> blow into the cartridge a bunch, and then put it back in and turn the power on. I mean, it's going to be a hard reset. You want my comp for Trey Harris? Uh, give me a hint. I want to try to guess it. Dallas Cowboys third round NFL draft pick of 2022. Oh, God. I don't know that. Exactly. But you said a hint. Would you want me to just tell you? Third round draft pick. What? Jaylen what? Co Who? Jalen Tolbert. Is his name spelled J-A-E-L-I-N? J-A-L-E-N Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert, formerly of South Alabama. Ah, uh, okay. I don't, okay. Not familiar. Well, there's my comp. Okay. Look him up, people. That's my comp. Looks just like him as far as playing style. I was going to say. Should we just do Ole Miss comps for players that sign with Ole Miss? <laughs> okay. I was going to throw one out there. I was going to say a faster, skinnier Vince Sanders. So not Vince Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Vince Vince was rocked up by the time he left Ole Miss. He 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 was skinny in high school. Um, and then he became a complete receiver by the time he was gone. But um, you know what? Quick memory lane trip. People don't – this was – internet was around, but it wasn't as big as it is now. People forget he flirted with going out west to L.A. to go play at SC. I don't remember that, and I covered him. It wasn't like a layup, like, oh, he's from Knoxby County. Like, no, no, like he went out there for a camp in the summer, and then I think he did take a trip, but he was yeah. interested in the Trojans. Yeah, yeah. But it was also like with Dante Moncrief and Suntering Perkins, there were some deep Ole Miss claws in him. Yeah. That was why the Jeffrey Simmons, which I mean, we know what happened, but he flipped day of. I mean, that was back when, you know, Knoxby County was kind of like an Ole Miss. On an Ole Miss town. Oh, there because everybody seen, loved Vince Sanders. Oh yeah, I have never seen an Ole Miss on-field or off-field staffer more dejected after a player signed elsewhere than I did with Barney Farrar and Jeffrey Simmons. The dead. He was like the uh, he was like the Popeyes worker meme. Yeah, he knew he had Jeffrey Simmons. He was. I mean, and you listen to Barney when you talk to Barney for sourcing stuff. Barney was always right, and Barney's the reason why most everybody that covers Ole Miss was saying, oh, it's still happening, still happening, because Barney believed it. And if Barney believed it, by God, it was happening, then it didn't. There were, I mean, obviously this happens everywhere, but probably some of the biggest drama uh, for Ole Miss around, like, wardrobe signing day snafus. <laughs> like, Jeffrey Simmons changed his bow tie – Cam Bobby Akers. Bashy did flip the Alabama hat for an old miss one. We got to give you know. <laughs> uh Cam Akers literally changed his shirt. Ugh. Um who was it? Uh Davin Godshaw didn't change his shirt, but was like fit like you could like you could see him being dejected as he committed because he didn't want to go to LSU, you want to go to Ole Miss. Davin Godshaw, I'll never forget that because like I still watch on NFL Sundays. He's playing for the Patriots now, he played for the Dolphins, and all I remember him for is he was supposed to be an Ole Miss Rebel. And sometimes in this business, you just get stuff wrong. Stuff happens. But there yeah. were three guys that I was legitimately stunned didn't end up Ole Miss Rebels because of sourcing. Like, you're going to get stuff wrong. It just happens. But typically, you are you got a hit percentage that's far greater than your miss percentage, right? Mm -hmm. And Cam Akers, Jeffrey Simmons, 
and Davin Godshow were the three ones that still to this day, I'm like, I they were supposed to be almost right. I don't know what else to say. I will hold firm to this day. And I know that they went to play this, but it went play state and LSU and Florida State. I know that. And I know those people on that side that do what I do say, oh, you're wrong. This is what it was the whole time. I disagree. Those three. <laughs> and I'll go to my I mean, grave saying it. Cam Cam Akers is is the one L that I will wholeheartedly drink all the, you know, eat all the crow. I'll eat it. Yeah. I will I will take my medicine because I was wrong because I mean <laughs> Literally, everybody. I, I was told fifteen minutes prior. Yep. I mean, I was talking to someone who was at the announcement. You were probably there too. He yes. literally got Durham, and me and Chase when he put on the Florida State stuff, just walked straight out. There was nothing. We were like, "All right, we're we're gone. We're leaving." I mean, I, I was told he literally was at the table with his family, got up, walked out, came back, had a different shirt on. It wasn't that dramatic. Because there I mean, was some debate about the clothes they were wearing to start. Some were saying, wait, his mom's wearing red. And I was like, no, that looks more <laughs> like Seminole red. Garnet. Yeah, Garnet. Yeah. It's it's wild that this industry is turned. Like, I know like everyone does the hat science when kids do the announcements. Like, all right, which hat? I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody, it was a perfect way to describe it. They were like, all right, which hat looks like it was bought at Lids? And which one looks like it was bought at the gas station? Yeah. Which one did they just grab to have a hat on the table? And I always remember second from right. That's where you start. Look for the second oh. from right. Okay. Yeah. Did you see, since we're talking about getting, you know, recruitment spurns, did you see um, oh, uh, Isaiah Spencer from Madison Central? Did you see his announcement? No. What did he do? <laughs> he literally did the uh, the graphic, you know, that people do where it's like the logos being outlined in like a, you know, like a, like a light up, you know, like, you know, like in like mission impossible when they light the match yeah and the matches, it's like that it's outlining the logo and then like the music builds. And then it like, you know, like, and then it shows the logo and then shows the player and the music cuts up. He announced it where it was like outlining to be Georgia tech. And then when the explosion happened and the graphic was revealed, he was committed to Jackson state. <laughs> Just like the most blatant troll that I probably the best <laughs> and most blatant troll I've seen in a long time. Oh, you know, one thing that I've really been disappointed in the recruiting industry in these announcements no one's utilized lasers at all. How have we not had a laser light show blasting on the wall somewhere in the gym? Do a whole like yeah. smoke deal, like a WWE entrance? What are we doing? What's the best announcement or commitment video you've ever seen? Oh. Unfortunately, I have an answer, but Ole Miss fans are not going to like it. But. Okay, well, mine's a little biased. Uh, I took the video, but when AJ, I knew AJ was about to announce. So I walked in. We, we used to be at the Spirit, and Zach and I both worked for the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, and if they on three. Um, Zach wasn't with us at the time, so we are at the quarterback club, and we used to work in this back room as the names came in, and Chuck would go in there, him and Yancey would go in there and make the announcement of the kid and put it on the board, and all – the old people there and the young people there, just the hardcore Ole Miss recruiting fans, an eclectic group would just freak out and cheer. So we knew AJ was about to sign or about to announce his commitment to Starkville High. And I got positioned right in the front of the room and took the video. And my buddy Charles Lee, who's in the front, loves Ole Miss recruiting, leaps out of his chair with a fist bump. And that like <laughs> video that I took, 
has been what has lived on more than any other thing I've ever done. I, I did this like AJ Brown documentary interview for the Tennessee Titans and they're doing something on him and Jeffrey Simmons. And they showed that video. I, I saw it on ESPN. That video is always hilarious to me because AJ Brown was that big of a deal. Still to this day, that big of a deal. Getting that think- kid from Starkville was nuts. And I don't think we, we like, we still don't appreciate how crazy that is. That almost pulled him, him specifically. Yeah, I that'd be like Dante Moncrief going to state. Yeah. I uh I mean the one that I always, you know, somewhat recent, the easy one is Deontay Anderson. I mean yeah, skydiving. Skydive. I mean that was that was great. And then he got, um, he got sky driven into the ground by Leonard Fournette. That didn't make <laughs> sense. I mean, where did he finish I, his career, by the way? At Houston. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, some of the other ones that come to mind, like Isaiah Crowell held up the little bulldog puppy. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I Landon Collins. I mean, that one was just an all timer when he announced for Alabama, and his mom was pissed, like angry, legitimately angry, wearing it all over her face. Like literally they asked her for her reaction and she was just like, it's still go tigers for me, baby. <laughs> um, that's probably up there is one of the best. Um, I don't know if you, if you remember Jack Jones who went to USC, he played at long beach poly. He did a video with Snoop Dogg. That was, that's pretty next level. Uh, completely. I, I don't even remember that one at all. That is amazing. Y- yeah. I mean, Snoop Dogg, obviously a big LA yeah, sure. SC guy. Um, uh, Jamal Adams had remember he had the one at the Under Armour game where he had like his uh it was like his niece he like held up his niece and she had the LSU shirt on he that's he that's committed. another one under Hugh Freeze uh they thought they had him and if I had to put my top three is Cam Akers Davin Godshaw um and who's the other one that we've decided oh god I'm already going blank anyway he'd be the Jeffrey Simmons player. Jeffrey Simmons duh he would be number four or five. Yeah, because Freeze and them were convinced they were getting him. What was it? The 16 class, like best class almost has ever signed. Rumor mill, buzz, like I mean, they they I mean, talk about the who's who list, like probably the all-time Cruda Palooza. Uh what what do you uh what do you call it on an airplane? The uh they have no idea. The um oh my god I'm you're blanking uh, like me <laughs> the uh the post Christmas the ma- the manifest the manifest um yes. I mean at one point they had Robert Kendici Laquan Treadwell Chris Jones Laramie Tunsil. um Laramie Tunsil Vernon Hargraves like they Tony Con or not Tony Connor um Shea Patterson like they were all in Oxford all at the same time Jamal Adams um, yeah wow um. But yeah, I mean, regardless of how his playing career went, Deontay Anderson skydiving was was pretty good. I was pretty uh, sold on him the minute I saw him for the first practice, thinking, "Oh yeah, that's a stud." I was wrong on that one. I did not realize he was a linebacker in a safety's body. Oh, Devin White too in that class. Oh, was that sixteen? Yeah, because I drove all the way down to Louisiana to cover Shea's commitment ceremony and. He was there. Devin White was, and they, they were always talking about how they were going to go together. But Devin, yeah, he well, was him and him, Devin White, and um, somebody else. Who was a wide the receiver. receiver? 
the receiver at IMG oh, God. Uh, they ended up getting in big-time trouble at LSU. But, yeah, they were all buddies. Um, I would – now, I was going to say, Deontay Anderson skydiving, that's something I would never do. Absolutely not. But another thing that I'm still waiting on someone to do, which, honestly, please don't because, God, there could be some things that go wrong. Somebody committing to Ole Miss, like a defensive player, in like a shark tank, like oh. with like a great white or something. Don't do that. Please don't do that person that listens to this and <laughs> don't do that. Me, the person who says never go in the ocean is trying to get someone to do that for a commitment video. Get somebody to dress up in one of those Katy Perry sharks for you or something. I don't care. Don't don't get in yeah. there. Uh so what's your very quick before we get out of here, Texas Bowl preview? Are you excited about it? You got any kind of excitement for it? I'm getting there. Yeah, I mean it's football. I mean, I, I heck, I mean the the Hawaii Bowl was great. That was a, a phenomenal game. Um, so I've been watching some bowl games. I I didn't watch the Quick Lane Bowl, um, but yeah, I'll, I'm definitely gonna watch. I think oh, the yes. key we're for me, gonna we, we're gonna cover it. Of course we are. Yes. <laughs> the key for me is is just the run game. Um, Zach Evans returning home to Houston. Probably gonna be very motivated to have a big game. Um, a lot of time off for Ole Miss, get healthy. And I think that – I think Jackson Dart – might have been multiple players have said, like, using this as a springboard into 23. Like, we didn't end the Is season. Is that real? Do you believe that's real, that they get a bump? I think so. I mean, I think you saw that in, what, 2013 with the Music City Bowl heading into 14 when they beat Georgia Tech. And you saw the um, live Music City Bowl when they were getting blown out and he replaced Romero. God, I was at both of those games. Me and- too. That Music City Bowl with Eli was 99 or it might have been 2000, I guess, the date of the game. I've never had more hope for Ole Miss football than on that day. The coldest game I've ever been to in my life. It was freezing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that's real, especially with the news cycle and how it just never stops turning. And you generate a lot of buzz around the program with Transfer Portal. Uh, I think it was Jackson Dart who said, you know, hey, we're – we're happy to be here in Houston because we're going to be able to perform around a bunch of guys that are going to be seeing us, you know, see us play. So you um, do think it has some kind of impact on recruiting? Sure. I think everything does. I mean, I, I think more and more kids are starting to lean into, you know, hey, I want to go somewhere that wins. I want to go to a program that's, you know, on the right trajectory. And yeah, it's the Texas Bowl. It doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It's a meaningless postseason game. But I do think for the overall psyche of the program, the way they ended the regular season, I think it's imperative that they get a win and kickstart getting ready for 23 and start recruiting these 2024 kids and start recruiting the portal even more. I mean, I think it's huge. I think you have an opportunity on national TV to play a game. And I think that that's, you know, you can't ask for anything better than that. So it's a, de- it's a decent Texas Tech team. They got a good offense. I, I like the matchup Ole Miss has with the run game. Um, Texas Tech was average to sort of below average defending the run. Um, they were 79th in SP plus overall defensive rankings. They were 90th in the country in stopping the run. I think that bodes well for Ole Miss. Um, the crazy stat for me, both teams, um, Texas Tech's ten and four in their last bowl, fourteen bowl games, and Ole Miss is twelve and three in their last fifteen. So, two teams that 
tend to play well in bowl games. I know what was it? Ole Miss had like the what that crazy stat about bowl game win percentage for so long. Um, for most of my life, I was spoiled thinking that Ole Miss went to bowl games and won them. Yeah, never had to worry. So, about. yeah, I mean, I think Quinshawn Judkins and and Zach Evans have big days. And I think it better uh, takes the stakes like what 90th, 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 yeah, 90th and in, in run defense. God. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of these guys are are gonna be, you know, either playing their last game for Ole Miss, whether that's moving on to the NFL or graduating or getting into the portal. And then I definitely think this game means something to somebody like Jackson Dart, who is looking to build on the success he had in the second half of the season and getting ready for another year in the Lane Kiffin system and, and, you know, boosting his own draft stock. I mean, I think, you know, Zach Evans, I said it, he's back home in Houston. You know, he's going to have probably like 60 family members there. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I think this is a way for these guys to go out with a bang, you know, whether it's getting ready for next year or, you know, hanging up their pads for the last time. So yeah, it's, it, it both things can be true. It can be a stupid, bowl game sponsored by what is it tax act <laughs> and then it can also mean something to the staff and to the players to where like hey we it's a game we want to win so both can be true we will have full coverage of the Ole Miss spirit on three jake thompson our co-worker at the Ole Miss spirit he's in houston to cover the bowl jake what a uh, guy left yeah. on christmas day on christmas day and drove to houston he's there he's gonna have the uh, official texas bowl press conferences of lane kiffin and Joey McGuire. We've got stuff already up today. Got recruiting stuff as well. Plenty to come did in the you, portal. What? Did you see the care package that Jake had? He had a care package? Shout out to uh, Jake's mom. I Dude, he had like, like seven Tupperware containers of food. Mom, that is clutch. Shout out moms everywhere. Moms rule. Um, yeah, he... Dude. Like he... <laughs> I guess like Christmas dinner, Christmas lunch, whatever. Um Mom, Shout so out, Bluey. Work, you Christmas be lunch. Good. You gonna yeah. be good. I Jake, I'm sure got a hotel room with a fridge and a microwave, and he's he's cooking with not gas, but figuratively cooking with gas with all the food he had. But yeah, um, yeah. Houston does oh, have we, some baller restaurants though, so he needs to get out there. Yeah, the food's good. Oh, Houston's not one of my favorite on. places to be. Well, me either. But hold on, there is a little bit of a pause. In your response to Houston having good food, why the pause? No, I, I was saying it does, food? but everything else about that place I don't like. I don't care for. Yeah, it's fine. Too many people, too much traffic. Almost some of the worst traffic playing, I've ever encountered. Almost supposed to be playing in Phoenix or L.A., <laughs> Dallas. Speaking That's of fine. Phoenix, almost expecting some good news on Friday. Ooh. We, we might do a rapid reaction pod or something. We'll have coverage of that. Uh, 24. People that are listening that don't know. 20, 2024 quarterback DeMond Williams Jr. is announcing his commitment on Friday. As of 11.46 a.m. local time here in Nashville, Tuesday, December 27th, I expect it to be Ole Miss. Um, if you don't know who DeMond Williams is, I highly recommend you YouTube him, look him up on Twitter, Google him. Um Kid's good. He uh he's a stud. So that'll be some big news going into the weekend as well. But um best believe I'll be making a uh trip out to Phoenix next fall 
to uh, go see him play and maybe play a couple rounds of golf while I'm out there. Yeah, you will. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. Both right for the Old Miss Spirit on three. Thank you, buddy. We'll do it again. See you, Matt. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.